0: Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, everybody. Joe McCall here with the Wholesaling real estate investing mastery podcast. And I'm with Gary Boomershine. I'm awesome. excited about this podcast because Gary is one of the guys when I was trying to like, I couldn't afford, uh, this is funny. I couldn't afford all these courses that I wanted to buy. So I'd go to eBay and I would buy them on eBay, used copies or pirated copies on eBay. And I would buy everything that Richard Roop had on there, right? And Gary Boomershine was the guy on the audios from the live events who was talking about Sales Team Live and about done-for-you marketing. And Gary, one of the most impactful phrases I've ever heard was way, way back from you talking about getting the marketing done for you in spite of you. And uh, we're going to talk about that because that's, I mean, that had a huge impact on me and my business. And uh, we've be, I've become friends with Gary over the years and I'm just tickled pink if that's okay to say that, it sounds kind of weird, that I have Gary on a podcast with me, little old me. I got Gary on the podcast with me, and this is a guy I used to look up to. I still do. But anyway, I wanted to say, first of all, real quick, this podcast is brought to you by my new book wholesaling lease options. You can get my book at wlobook.com. This is a book I just wrote. It takes you a couple hours to read. It's not very big. You can get it for free. And I talk about the fastest and easiest way to make money in real estate. And this is a strategy that I used to quit my job and start doing real estate full-time back in 2009. It's a strategy I still use today. I put my heart and soul into this book. It's a really good book. Go check it out at wlobook.com. Wholesaling Lease Options WLObook.com. Book.com. get it for free, just pay for the shipping. So cool, Gary. How are you, man?
1: I'm good, Joe. It is a uh, super awesome to be here and with uh, everybody out there. And uh, thanks for the humbling um, uh, intro, by the way. I never heard that story, and and uh, that was that's pretty cool. Um, and
0: I, I I devoured everything that you would put on the website you had and ev- all of that content that you would give with Richard Roop and Dan Duran. And um, what years, what, what year was that when you would record those things? Do you remember? Gosh,
1: them? I think, you know what? I was actually just talking to somebody else about that 2006 to 2008. And yeah. uh, oh my gosh. And, you know, I think we learned a lot of the creative real estate. I, I, you know, I never even knew that you could buy with cash. I kind of say that jokingly, right? As if you've been around since, you know, <laughs> I started full time in 2004. I don't even think I actually made a cash offer until like Chris Chico shared his trick at, in like 2012. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're the master of the creative uh, deals, Joe. I, I cannot tell you, I hear all the time from people that come and, uh, and tell me that they learn your lease options and your stuff is always great.
0: Well, I appreciate that. I learned a lot. Of my creative stuff, listening to those CDs with Richard Roop. And um, have you talked to him, by the way? You know,
1: I I haven't. I actually, his business partner, Dan Duran, I keep in contact. And then uh, I don't know if you remember Willie Hooks. Willie Hooks was Mm -hmm. who, they had a really, really good, probably one of the best coaching programs, a true kind of attraction, you know, EOS, uh, accountability and performance coaching. Well, anyway, Willie who ran that program, Willie was a Silicon Valley guy. He's uh, retired. He actually, I, I still have him to this very day as a CEO coach and um, really? we implemented traction in our business and he's- uh, Is that what he's doing now? You know, he's retired. He um, he is doing a lot of lending and uh, we, uh, we just actually had, we, we had a, uh, a live event a couple of weeks ago. And so Willie was there and Willie's one of those guys, we call him Yoda. He says, yeah. no, it's Yoda man. But literally he doesn't talk much. But you know some of those guys that give you one sentence that's life changing. And for me, Joe, it was two thousand eight. I share the story. I was forty pounds heavier than I am now. I had forty people working for me. Everybody saw me back then as like successful and had sales team live, but you know, personally, I was super miserable and I came to Willie cause I didn't know how to manage. I was doing everything. Wasn't a real good. I, I didn't, you know, it's lonely at the top, right? A lot of us CEOs, it's just, it's lonely. And so I came to Willie and said, Willie, help me brother. And he said, you know what, Gary, he goes, you don't know how to deal with free time. Ooh. And he actually had me take a six-week sabbatical right then and there. I turned off my phone. I, I, pl- I turned in my laptop. And literally for six weeks, I handed the keys over to the business. And it was the best decision I've ever made. But that came from Willie. And yeah, he's still to this very day. The importance of a really good coach. I got two of them, by the way.
0: That's really good to hear. That's really good to hear. And, and Gary, you were known back then, and you still are, as the marketing guy that has been your specialty. That's what you're really, really good at. And I hope you don't mind. I want to ask you a lot of questions about marketing. Is that cool?
1: Yeah, for sure. And, and uh, yeah, plug away, man. You know, I will say I'm more, the marketing is, people think of me as the marketing guy. I actually, I'm probably more around split testing. And uh, it just happens that, you know, it's, it's, how can you actually swipe? Some people call, you know, if you take from somebody, if you take from one person, it's, it's stealing. If you take from everybody, it's uh, research. <laughs> but marketing, it's like, don't repeat, don't try to rebuild the wheel. The, the wheel has been invented. You find what works, that formula, it's the art and the science, and then you replicate it and you get it working. And so, gosh, you know, a huge amount of trial and error. You know what, Joe, I was just running the math. We've done over 26 million pieces of direct mail. Um, Are
0: you serious? Since 2006.
1: Since 2005, when I originally launched, I had no idea we're going to do that. But uh, we're doing right now, we've got about 250 people that were managing all their marketing and their phone team, by the way, especially in this market. And I know you're going to ask me questions about marketing. I think the phone team, we call them sales ninjas, but it's the team that kisses frogs, right? You get a lot of leads. People will say the leads suck. They're always looking for the magic list, the fairy dust postcard or letter. But you know what? You just go in with the concept that all leads suck. If you've got a really good, you know, dedicated inside sales team that knows the right thing to say to the right seller at the right time, that's how you're setting appointments. And so it's the marketing right? It could be direct mail. It could be Facebook. It could be pay-per-click, other referrals, but it's, you've got to have that phone team that's relentless on talking to sellers and scheduling appointments, right? All day long.
0: Yeah. Because the marketing doesn't matter at all if you're not good on the phone. Yep. If you don't know how to give good phone as one of my mentors.
1: (laughs) And you know what? You don't have to, I mean, you really don't have to do that role yourself. Uh, I just, just for everybody, we had 70,000 Calls. This is uh, our call volume with our sales ninjas over a couple months. So seventy thousand calls. Here's what we averaged: a hundred dials of a seller, hundred phone dials. Right. It doesn't matter whether the seller answers or not. Dial the phone a hundred so
0: times. Out, that's outbound.
1: That's outbound. So a hundred dials on average is getting us almost twenty connections with sellers. It's actually eighteen point four to be exact. All right. So. The best practice, I think the, the benchmark is 20. So a hundred sellers get you on the phone with 20 sellers, and we're averaging two point one mm-hmm. appointments. That means a seller that says yes, they have a house to sell. They're sharing some of the details. We're taking them through a really good script and they're telling us, you know, what the least amount they would take, you know, if they got all cash and were able to close quickly, all of our typical words, right? So we're getting two point one out of the 20 connections. So That's
0: awesome.
1: now, now, if you say you average $15,000 a deal, let's say you close one out of two contracts, right? So that means a hundred dials gets you a $15,000 deal. So every dial of the phone is worth $150. It is a high value function in the business and something that you shouldn't be doing yourself too long. And so I I, I didn't want to do this. I actually, a year ago, it's a long story, but I just said, you know what? We got enough people that have got this problem. So we built a phone team and then we integrated that phone team to Podio. So as leads come in and I'll show you if you want. It's pretty cool. I haven't even announced, this is the first time I've actually announced it to the world.
0: Okay, well, cool. We'll talk about that. Um, We've been doing a lot of outbound cold calling as well. And uh, in the last five months, four to five months. We've done over 25 deals in one market in Alabama. And uh, we're working with a local wholesaler. So, we have, we're doing the outbound calling. We've got a virtual assistant that does those initial calls. Only works about three hours a day, very part-time. And we don't set appointments. She just gets a seller that says, yeah, I want to sell. And then we put that into Podio, right? But I'll tell you, we've gone into a new market down in Mississippi and uh, just only been in there for about four weeks. Gary and doing outbound calling, and we're getting very similar numbers. Yeah, um, 100 to 150 outbound dials. We're getting anywhere from two to three leads, and uh, a lead is a seller that says, "Yeah, I, I'd be open to selling." Let me know. And so far, we're spending on average about 150 to 200 dollars in marketing per deal. Now, when you consider that, when you compare that to direct mail, where with direct mail you're spending sometimes with direct mail. Now you're still making 15, 20 grand. So that's not a bad ROI, but the coolest thing about that with the phones, you got to answer the phones, right? I was just talking to another guy earlier doing a podcast and he learned a real valuable lesson when he was first getting started. He had a seller that called, he let it go to voicemail because he was busy doing something else, you know, and then, uh, calls the seller back three or four hours later. The seller says, you know what? I'm sorry. I already sold the house to somebody else for 10 grand less than what he was going to be willing to offer. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. And he, he, here's the thing, guys. I just want to emphasize this because Gary understands this better than anybody because of all the marketing that he's done and see successful students and seen looking at students that struggle. The money is made on the phone. And if you want to make a lot of money in this business, would you agree, Gary? You've got to get on the phone and talk to people.
1: Yeah, 100%. It's interesting. Almost, uh, gosh, I've talked to a couple of guys, the boardroom guys, you know, that are in Kent Clothier's boardroom. And uh, these guys are successful. They're making a lot of money. But we, both of them, I looked at, you know, I just asked them the question, how much time, Who's run, who's, who's making the calls for you guys? And what I found out is they had somebody that wasn't even part-time. And we looked, they had over 2000 leads. And I said, let me just run the math. You should average one in 60 of those leads turning into a deal. Realistically, it should be like one in 40. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Let's just work on that function. And I said, here's exactly what, you know, I gave them the math. I'm like, every single day, here's what they should do on the phone. They should make, I think it's, you know, if you're dialing, if you're manually dialing, it's typically about 25, you can dial 25 people an hour. That's the math. If you're doing it manually, we actually use, you know, Mojo Dialer, we actually integrated to Five9, which is
0: like... I've heard of that, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a publicly traded company. It's what all the big companies use for Auto Dialer. So we're able to dial two phone numbers. It's all automatic. So we are like triple that number. But let's just say 25 dials an hour. So that means four hours to get two appointments, right? So if you want, how many appointments do you want a week? And you, whoever's doing that function, you just run the math. You know, I, here's what I'm looking for. I need you to dial and show me that you're dialing 100, you know, 100 dials a day and you're getting me two appointments a day. And that's what that's their function. That's what they own. And nice. the people that are doing that are making money. The people that aren't doing that, they're kind of scratching their heads saying, gosh, why am I not making any money? The leads suck and I need, you know, a better list, a better postcard type of thing.
0: All right. So I want to talk more about the dialer. And calling people in a minute, but um, talk about marketing, Gary, what got you started and interested in marketing way back then in real estate? Was it real estate first or was it marketing first? You know,
1: how this whole direct mail thing, especially me, I, I have a technology background. Um, I'll kind of give you the quick backstory, but direct mail is absolutely a fluke and how sales team live started to do it for other people. Actually, it was just the sort of the Silicon Valley guy in me. Um, never thought I would actually take something as stale and old school as direct mail and try to automate it. But I came from a family, grew up in real estate. In fact, all of us kids were forced almost at gunpoint, Joe and everybody, into the family business. We had a property management company and a brokerage, and so I was. I'm 49 today, and I had to get. I was licensed Happy as a birthday. Re- oh, thank you. Licensed as a real estate agent when I turned 18, so 1987. And I actually got rid of my license in 2005. My attorney, I'm in California, the Socialist Republic of California.
0: Yeah, um, left-coast.
1: Oh my gosh, talk about it. But anyway, the attorney basically said, hey, you're not listing properties, you're buying them and you really, you know, you're going to be held to a higher standard. So I got rid of my license, but I didn't want any part of the family business. I hated real estate, believe it or not. And I got a computer engineering degree at UC Davis and went and worked for a big consulting firm and in technology. And then after working, it was awesome. I was only working like 90 hour weeks and uh, never saw sunshine.
0: Before, <laughs> before the dot-com burst bubble?
1: It was before the dot-com burst, yeah. And then I was lucky enough to get recruited by a Silicon Valley startup company right in the dot-com bust. And we went public, got on the cover of Fortune Magazine. I was employee 12, was worth like seven and a half million on paper. And then poof, just disappeared overnight. Oh, but anyway, I did four startups. Um, I moved from consulting into enterprise sales. So I did—I uh, ran a region and we were selling anywhere from $500,000 to $5 million software products. So I had a background in technology, but also sales. And then in 2004, my wife and I just said, hey, let's take our nest egg and get the hell out of this nightmare technology thing. And so went into real estate and I went to a seminar and I saw this guy get up. It was like a thousand person event. And I wasn't that excited, but I saw one guy start talking about doing short sales. This was in 2004. Nobody none, nobody even knew what a short sale was. Who was that by the way? Do you remember? It was Jeff Collar. Okay, yeah. Jeff Collar and LeGrand. And uh, I took the plunge and I actually, I think I flipped 250 oh, pre-foreclosure wow. properties, uh, mostly luxury homes. And so, I got really successful at that. But I needed a direct mail engine. So I contacted some guys overseas that I'd worked with and said, Hey, can you build me a little algorithm? I had Roop's cards, uh, his magic yellow. By the way, anybody that uses the canary yellow postcard, that was uh, Richard Roop originally. You know what?
0: It still works.
1: It does. And then Chico took that and perfected it.
0: You want to hear a funny story, Gary? Yeah. (laughs) It was one of those CDs that I bought on eBay, and uh, it was a live event. Okay. I might've told you this before. <clears throat> so it was a recording and then there was a section, a CD for Q and A. Uh, and this guy comes up with this funny accent and uh, he says, uh, and I, I'm not going to try to imitate it because it's embarrassing, but he says, you know, I, this was in, it must've been recorded in 2005, 2006. He said, I like this postcard. Um, and he had some questions about virtual wholesaling and he didn't call it that, but he said, I'm starting to do deals virtually in other markets, I'm starting to send postcards to markets outside of Florida. And uh, I'm starting to wholesale deals virtually, right? And I remember so clearly Roop and and, and somebody else, Dan Duran maybe, kind of mocked him and said, nah, you can't do that. You can't, you have to go meet the seller and see the house in person. And it was maybe a couple years later, I saw Chris Chico with his absentee owner profits course that came out. Maybe it was like a year later. I'm not sure. And all of a sudden I thought, Holy smokes, his voice sounds familiar. That's the guy from the boot camp that uh, Richard Roop did. And uh, here he is. And then I remember also at the time, a lot of people saying on different forums and websites at the time on blog uh, posts, like you can't do deals virtually this, this marketing stuff doesn't work. You have to go see the house. That's the only way it works in this, in this business. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that, but that was my know, first not,
1: uh, Dude, not only do I remember that I was the one that invited Chico to oh, really? that event, and yeah. uh, I was basically saying to Roop and uh, Duran's, um, gosh, those guys had huge egos too. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that's a whole side note. But I said, there's this guy; he's probably one of the smartest marketers, like I know. He's got he's basically taken your postcard, Richard, and he's he's actually got a three to five x. Three to five hundred percent increase on the response rate, and he knows how to wholesale, which you guys should be also sharing with because that that model in conjunction with sort of creative deals is a is a goldmine. And they did, they they mocked him, but I will tell you, I've gotten to know Chico, and you know that he actually started REI Vault with me yeah. um, because of the postcards. He actually had a he had a proprietary list, the way he was pulling the names and addresses that he shared with me, and then the postcards, those crazy third notice postcards, which by the way, we still send some of them out, but, but he started that, that anybody that knows the third notice that.
0: Um, and you know what? That's obnoxious as it is, but that's not even the most obnoxious one. There's actually some that are worse and I've sent tens of thousands, maybe close to hundred thousand or more of that postcard. And it does work. It gets the phone to ring. The crazy thing is Gary, I've gotten probably three or four letters from different states, attorney generals saying, "Hey, we got a complaint about this postcard," yeah. and I was—I didn't get in trouble. They just asked yeah. me, "Can you tell us what what it is you're doing?" And so I yeah. sent a very simple, apologetic letter. Yeah, tell them I got the name from public records, and I will—I pr- promise I'll take them off my list, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. But um, man, I got, I did so many deals with that postcard.
1: Oh my gosh. You know, and, and it's interesting because there's another postcard. I'll show it if you want. There's a postcard. A lot of people are using, we call it the pink doodle. That sounds familiar. The doodle card I think um, so. just got the, the numbers on it. There's a postcard that Brad Chandler put together. We call it the 1031 exchange. That's getting like a four X response rate. And, and I'll put them side by side. I, I you'll, you'll look at the two and it's like, there's no way that this little white postcard. It works better on white, by the way, but we call it the 1031 exchange and um, I'll show everybody. Can you, everybody sh- can you sure. show it right now? Sure. This, we, we actually built a, a training site. It's, it's for REI Vault members. Actually, we use the same company that Kent Clothier used uh, to build this. But anyway, all of our marketing and training and everything is on here for our the members.
0: Di- by the way, the direct mail company you're using, yep. they're just 10 minutes from my house. Oh, are they really?
1: Yeah. You know, we switched. We're using Jeff over in your market. Yeah. That, yeah. that guy is awesome. Jeff Charlton. Yeah. Um, graphics connection. Uh-huh. And we switched over to him. I know that Kent Clothier uses him for uh, for smart. Yeah. And a lot of the direct mail behind the scenes. And anybody that's using Google, Street View, postcards and letters, mm. high likelihood it might be coming from Jeff. Anyway, let me show you. So two postcards. I may be able to get these side by side. This is the value on tracking. We're able to track, we track every postcard in terms of the response rates across the country. We've got, we set up a call rail for everybody. If they don't have, if they have their own call rail, that's fine. But typically we've got a better deal. I think we've got like 8,000 call rail numbers. And so we're able to track all the metrics, all that stuff comes back into Podio. We automate everything, including the phone team. But yeah. this is one of those postcards. Um, we call it the pink doodle. I think this was kind of floating around a lot of the masterminds. I think it was Joe Taylor that actually may have created this. But the doodle, it's kind of handwritten. And, um, you know, it's a good copy. My yeah. name is whatever the name is. I want to buy your house at 123 Main Street. I can pay all cash, et cetera. So this across the country, we just ran the results. And it gets a, a national average of about almost 1.6%. Okay. Wow. And actually it outperforms on this pink, kind of off pink paper, then yellow or white. Don't ask me why. You, you, I can never guess what, yeah. whether a marketing piece, I, I usually know what's not going to work, but what is going to work, it's, it just takes a lot of split testing. Sure. Um, so this is the one. This was invented by Brad Chandler. I don't, I don't, we don't allow anybody in his market to use this, but, you know, urgent, I want to buy your house mm-hmm. before September 29th. We found that 40, I think it's 41 or 42 days from the date yeah. that we mail. Are you interested? And then we improved this a little bit from what Brad put, but I think the magic words, I recently sold a house in your area and I'm looking to p- purchase another one with the mm-hmm. proceeds. Yeah. Yeah. And this gets almost a four, I think it's like 4.8% response what? rate. And by the way, the quality of the leads are insane. This, this is going to get you, even though it might be lower response rate than like the blind copy, that crazy third notice, you're going to get a much better seller. So if you're kind of going out to inherited properties or absentee owners, this is a winner. And, um, Beautiful. and I wouldn't have guessed, by the way,
0: No, that's nice. Now, let me ask you something else. Are you still recommending the 24-hour recorded voicemail? uh, No.
1: No, the only, and we never did, Joe. I thought Chico did. No, well, if you're sending out that blind copy, if you're sending out the blind copy, you know, third notice, it doesn't say anything about buying the house. You always 100% of the time want a pre-recorded message on the front end. So you want somebody to know yeah. Okay. And, and we actually have one that it's time-tested. It actually outperforms in terms of the number of people that uh, re- reply. But then if somebody presses pound or zero or something, then you send it to a live person. And that should go to a live person. It, it, it's fine if it goes to a, a, a voicemail. And then everything else, anything, any letters, any postcards where you're putting in there that you want to buy the house, it should be answered by a live person. So I like call I, Porter, by the way, if you don't have somebody call Porter is a company that I that, just,
0: uh, I just interviewed Ryan an hour ago for my, pop. yeah,
1: super sharp guys. I think their pricing model works. I ran the math, you know, driving their calls. They're, they're really good. Actually, we actually enhanced their script. So oh, yeah. uh, in fact, I'll give this to your group. There's a free version of our script, reivault.com forward slash sales ninja cool. Um, Sorry, you have to, there's a little opt-in.
0: No, that's fine. This is, again, reivault.com slash sales ninja.
1: Sales ninja. And what I have, you should check this out too, Joe. this is awesome. Um, We had about 15 of our top members. These are all seven figure real estate investors that are doing heavy cold calling. So we took and really tweaked the script in terms of what are the perfect words at the right time to say to a seller on the phone. And so I'm giving everybody this script, but if let's say it's a a hang up as an example. So this is a a web form, you can use it. There's actually a paid version. I think it's a hundred bucks that will generate the data and fill out a PDF um, printable document. You'll see all that. There's some training on how to use this. And then there's some sample lead processors. We call them sales ninjas and you can hear them actually talking to sellers using the script, but if it's a hang up, these are the right words to call and talk to a seller. When the seller answers, you know, let's say they didn't leave a message on a postcard and you got to hang up. When you call them back, hello, we missed a call from you. Were you possibly calling about a note you received in the mail or property you were considering su- to sell? And then you know, depending upon what the seller says, do you have about five minutes so I can ask you a few questions about the property, like the condition? And then yes, if I can talk, you want to go down this path that they say no. I can't talk, okay, when would be a good time, capturing the follow-up date, and then continuing down the path that they have a property to sell, kind of confirming their name, their address, is a property listed with an agent. It goes into an icebreaker. It tests motivation. This is a, we've gotten really, really good feedback. So this is the same script we're using, where out of 20 people we're connecting to, we're getting two appointments. And An appointment means a seller has gone all the way through this. And schedule the follow-up call to uh, to be closed. Cool. So you guys can have that. That's all integrated. What we've done is we've integrated that to Podio yeah. and with the auto dialer. So when we're calling sellers, if you know we're following up with them, or maybe it was an offer that was made. Let's say you made an offer to a seller. A lot of people forget about following up with those sellers, and so it goes into an automatic follow-up so that we're you know our phone team is staying on top you know, with a specific script around, you know, an offer. Very good. Cool.
0: Yeah, let's go back to direct mail real quick. Are you still sending a lot of postcards? What are you seeing that's working best? Do you do do letters, mix it up?
1: We do. So typically postcards for the bigger bigger lists, that's still time tested. I think uh, dollar for dollar we're finding postcards um, are outperforming the letters on the bigger lists. Um, If you're sending out to a smaller list, let's say it's a list of less than a thousand people. There's really two things that we're finding that are working. One is a Google street view handwritten letter. This is, this actually was invented by one of our members. And then. Oh wait, is his
0: name Joe McCall? Because I've been doing this for a long time. Oh, you know what?
1: I bet you got to check this out because it did come from St. Louis. (laughs) I've been wondering who actually might've invented this.
0: Well, homebuyers of America. Home oh, this buyer, is, this is buyer. generic. Okay. So this
1: is, we, we well, insert whoever's logo into this. And, and I'll, your- I'll,
0: I'll be glad to take credit for it. Cause like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like two and a half, three years ago, I did a Facebook live and I put it on my podcast showing people how to do this with click to mail and how to put the, a, a street view property in a one-off letter or postcard through click to mail. But anyway, I'm not taking any credit for it. You've mastered it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? We just, we basically swipe what works.
0: You no, know, this does work really well. So talk about it, what is this? It's a handwritten,
1: so it's a, we call it the, the smart view. We don't wanna get dinged by uh, Google. So it's a, it's really a Google street view, handwritten letter. It goes out in a uh, in a windowed envelope. Nice. By the way, we are finding, you get a lot more angry calls on Ooh. postcards with that Google Street View. We're, we're, we don't get a lot of angry calls putting it into an envelope. We are able to guarantee the lowest cost mail. So, like with Jeff, because we're doing such a high volume yeah. with him and other mail houses, we've, it's pretty dirt cheap. So, we basically, I think we're sending out, I want to say we're sending, I, I know we're sending out close to a million pieces of mail a month across the country. Wow. For about 250 of us. Um, we got amazing. some people are north of 20,000 a month. And so we pull the mailing list. Our members, some of them will give us their own mailing list. It's all cleaned up. It's managed. We're doing weekly drops and we, you know, we're able to get the, the better pricing. So postcards are super cheap. I think this thing goes out for like less than 59 cents or something like that. That letter? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Holy it goes smokes. out
1: standard mail. Typically we'll send it out standard mail, live stamp, And sorry, hopefully, probably on Facebook live, this a little hard to read, but it says, you know, dear homeowner. So it'll be like dear Jeff or dear Mary, super important just to put their first name. We have to clean up every mail file because if you don't Mm -hmm. actually clean up the mail file before you mail it, it's going to be junk because it's got to be converted. It's got to be very personable. Yeah. Um, So it says, my name is, let's say it was Joe McCall. I run a small Family-owned business that buys a few properties a year. Your property fits our criteria, neighborhood that we like to buy in. We purchase several properties in your area, including some that are tenant-occupied, some that are vacant. So, basic message: we ask for each of our members. We like get a real personable, you know, picture so we can put your picture, family. You know, that's that's what's working versus stock photo. Oh yeah. But, this has been re- working really well, typically to a smaller list. So if you if it's tax delinquents, code violations, and abatements, gosh, even there's a there's a better one for foreclosure. If anybody's kind of focused on the pre foreclosure, we found a, a letter that's actually front and back copy. Another one of our members out of Ohio brought that to us. It's been pretty awesome. And then there's a there's still there's a version of the yellow letter, actually two of them that work really really well in most markets. It's it's really just the tweak of the, of the look and feel on the wording. I know a lot of yellow letters used to be awesome 10 years ago, but there's a couple of versions that are phenomenal. And then there's a follow-up one that we use. This is probably, this is, I think one thing that people are really missing out on is, you know, when a seller comes in, the follow-up is key. I know you teach this as well, Joe, but text messaging and then sending out what we call SLY broadcast and then also follow-up letters. Yeah. So like I'm living in a house right now that the seller called to be taken off the mail. And I ended up putting her on a follow-up letter and I bought the house. She called me three months later. And that's the house I'm living in that I bought with a quarter of a million dollars of equity in it in 2010. Nice. But this is it. It says you know, hi. This is Ryan Joseph. We recently spoke about buying your property at 123 Main Street in San Diego. I'm writing to see if it's still for sale or not. If your other options have not worked out, we're still interested in buying. And this is a really good one to put out there. Like, you know, once you get somebody to call, you really need never need to send them postcards again. You get them on a drip system, and so we automate this for everybody. Um, that is
0: so so huge. Most of your deals are going to come from the follow up, and I've always taught. For years, you got to get all of your old leads. Download all of your old leads and send them a handwritten letter. Maybe even a handwritten postcard if you, if you have to. But that's that's really good. You know yeah. what? Um, uh, I wanted to ask you about something, and I have. So where's my backpack? Okay. There's this guy, and when you start talking, I'll look him up. I forget his <laughs> name. He contacted me. He has a mailing company. And he said, hey, can I test these letters? And I said, yeah. And uh, I told him I would interview him um, if it went well. And he's doing these letters and postcards like this with these envelopes on them. And he's got 20, 15 or 10, 20 different ones that are like this, more decorative. Yep. And it's working really, really well. Handwriting on there. And a uh, handwritten letter. And this one in particular is um, kind of smaller in size. It's not a big one. And uh, this is really, really good. We just did this in Birmingham, Alabama. And um, we got out of, um, what was the numbers? Out of 500, I think we got 16 leads. And that's not too bad. That's like a 3% or something like that. I'm very, very happy with that. And that's not just people that called. Uh, that's people that we actually talk to and, and are interested in selling their houses. I'm always looking for new creative ways, right? To do this kind of stuff. And even if it's just as simple as, a decorative envelope, handwriting, and this is bulk mail too. It's not uh, first class. That's interesting. I don't know yeah. if you've ever thought about anything like that. No,
1: you know what? It's it's uh got if if you're getting results, I would love to. Uh, I'd love to try that out. I mean, we're constantly. I I would say we're launching four to eight pieces in split testing a month right now. Um, somebody will give us something, and then you know we got enough of us. It's like hey, if you're, if you're seeing good results off of it, let's test it out. We'll know typically within a couple of mail drops if this thing is performing or not.
0: And you know what, guys? There's no secrets anymore in this business anyway. And that's why Gary is just so freely showing us the mail that he's sending. And I'll be interviewing the guy who created, who has this company that's doing this. Really good guy. I wanted to ask you about your follow-up packet. One of the cool things in one of the masterminds that we belong to. Um, you were sharing one time, this follow-up packet that you send out. Um, are you still sending that with all the different papers that go in it and stuff? Yeah.
1: So we called it a one click offer. So it's, it's a, it's a FedEx looking envelope with an offer, right? And two signed contracts. They literally yeah. are, are in there. They have a handwritten font with a one page offer. And uh, yeah, we're still sending them out plus three follow-up letters. I can actually show you those still work. Yeah, we, have go ahead. Found, we have found though, that there's a timing of when the seller should actually get the, the offer. Uh, a lot okay. of these sellers, they're not ready emotionally to sell. That's why sometimes having a, a you know, they'll call in and they'll want a high price and they'll yeah. say, well, if you give me a high enough price, I may consider it. Well, they haven't emotionally made the decision. So what we found is follow-up letters are actually doing a better job. Follow-up plus the right sequence of text messages okay. um, to get the seller on the phone. I think what happens psychologically, I think these sellers didn't really think about selling the house at all. And then all of a sudden, you're bringing it into their conscious, you know, they're, they're consciously thinking about it. Now, every time they have a headache with the property over the next three weeks or four weeks, and they're getting a call from the tenant or they're, you know, they're getting, a, you know, posted for abatement or, or whatever it might be, they're starting to think maybe the time or watching the news, right? And they're looking, you know, the fires in California or whatever it is. And we're finding that now whoever's in front of the seller is going to buy the house. And so it's really about being, you know, no seller left behind. You remember that came from CG when you and I oh, yeah, yeah. were there. And and so actually, I'm going to show you something. Yeah, uh, please. We, what we did is we ended up, we call it the drip campaign. So we're using Podio. That actually came, gosh, Joe, the whole Podio thing origina- originated from you, by the way. Did you know that? You probably didn't even know. You actually were telling Chico about Podio and at CG and this well, you is know really what was. it
0: was. I had a student who was wholesaling deals in Oklahoma city from the country of Lebanon, right? Beirut, Lebanon. And I'm coaching this guy. I was like, this is amazing. This is so much fun, right? Coolest guy in the world. Well, he, we're starting to look at, should we use Trello or what should we use for CRM? And he says, have you heard of Podio? And I was like, No. And he shows me Podio at first. So I was like, no way, I'm not interested. And I said, this is really interesting. So a week later, I'm at Collective Genius, sitting next to Sean Terry, right? And I said, you got to check this out. And whoever was talking up at the front, you know, all of a sudden within five minutes, Sean is like enamored and in love with Podio. And I realized, holy smokes, I think we're on to something here, right? But uh, shortly after that, yeah, it really took uh, the real estate investing space by storm.
1: Yeah, it was Chico. Chico originated it, brought it in for us. We ended up needing, we needed some CRM. The problem is Salesforce, Salesforce salesforce.com, way too expensive, period. End of of story for a real estate investor. We needed something that basically we had one place to capture the leads that we could integrate to everything, right? Mm -hmm. To Zillow, to RealQuest, to be able to skip trace the whole thing. And it needed to be super cheap, and so yeah.
0: and what um, you guys have done with Podio is just amazing. I hope you can share this. Yeah. So we, uh, we give this to everybody.
1: I know that there's, all, there's investor fuse. There's other versions of Podio. We, we have our own, some of our members use it. I mean, all, all, 95% of our members are using our version. We've got a few that are still on investor fuse. That's okay. But we've got a pretty tricked out version yeah, And so we've got seller leads, we've got a dashboard. I think the best, actually, probably a lot of this came from Sean Terry and yeah. uh, from Kent uh, in terms of how to present, you know, how to present the data for a CEO, for us, right, of response rates and cost per deal, et cetera. I'll show you that too. But anyway, all the leads, anything that we're mailing out via direct mail, if you got Facebook ads, pay-per-click, referrals, bandit signs, we drive everything in here. We set all this up for our members. We give this away, pretty much. And so here's a lead. I'm just using an example, but Sam the Seller, you know, we know got their phone number. So we've got the stage of the lead, right? A, a lead comes in, maybe they hung up, maybe they left a voicemail, maybe they came in and it was live answered. Then it goes through the cycle, right? It, it's Before we close it, we actually have VAs that will pull the comps. They'll do all the research. They'll make sure that they've got everything. We call that research. So a lead comes in, our VAs, we've got a whole team of VAs overseas for all of us that are automatically pulling comps and then marking it. Hey, this one's a good one. And it's ready to make an offer, what have you. What we do is we automate the drip, the follow-up across the whole stage of the lead. Right, So a hang up that comes in, first and foremost, you want to be on those hang ups, right? A seller hangs up, you got about 15 minutes to get back on the call, or it's going to be almost impossible to talk to them. These are gold mines, by the way, the, the people yeah. that hang up, but you got to be on them. So when this lead comes in, this is actually automatic. It'll come in. Our system knows that it's a hang up and it's going to automatically trigger a sequence of 31 Actions over the next year and a half. Right, we're going to send them text messages. We're going to put them on a voice broadcast, so they're going to get a pre-recorded message. Our members don't have to set any of that up. We've already figured out what is the best practice for those sequences, how often, when, what should the word say. If our members want to customize them, you know, they're, 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 we we make it we give them that capability as well. But I don't think we have anybody that's had to customize anything. All right, yeah. so this went on. A follow up campaign, it automatically went and it clicked the first action. In fact, this is taken just a second with Podio, but we'll see that a text message that goes out that says, Hey, we just missed a call from you. There it is. So sorry I missed you. I'm looking to buy a property in your area. Do you have one for sale? Mm-hmm. Right? Then instantly it's going to the next sequence. It knows that it needs to run immediately and it's pushing this over to our phone team. So we have a group of over 20 trained phone people right now we're probably adding a new person a week these are people wow. that are trained they're scripted they're on the phone and so these this lead will automatically get put into the auto dialer sales ninja action we're going to see in just a second that this will automatically change to push to the yeah. phone team there it went yeah so it pushed it to the phone team and that's actually going automatically into an auto dialer picked up you know pretty quickly by one of our phone people and then they'll be calling with the script. And then the script is also kind of embedded in here because anybody can click it at any time. It auto-populates so that this is a hang up so that you can sit, you know, get on the phone immediately if you've got your own phone person, lead processor of what Beautiful. to say. And then once this is filled out, it will automatically come back. Yes, I can talk now. Do you have a property for sale? Yes. Notice it automatically pre-populates the address. So we're outside of Podio. We hate Podio from a, it's not really good for a salesperson because it's just, you know, fields of data. Sure, so sure. we actually built this. It's all condition based, which means it's, it's the, what to say at the right time. Is the property listed with an agent? You know, can I ask you a few questions about the property? How long have you owned the property? 20 years. Is the property Vacant, you know, is it currently occupied? If if they say vacant, we ask a different question. Do you know approximately what it would rent for per month? If it's owner occupied, we're not going to ask anything. And if it's yeah. tenant occupied, how much is the rent? Right? What's your time frame? How many bedrooms and bathrooms? Kind of going down the condition, and then lastly getting into the price. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to skip through this and fill it out. This will be a qualified lead, and if you've like our members, they'll give us their Google calendar yeah. and then our team will actually go out, you know, to their Google calendar and actually pick a time that works. If our member, you know, if the, now, if the real estate investor. Let me investor just make rate.
0: sure I'm clear and everybody understands this. You're sending out the direct mail. If it comes back, somebody calls on that direct mail and it's a hangup. You have a sales for that's actually calling those hang ups right away.
1: Correct. Yeah. So that's cool. the, the, the text messages and the slide broadcast voice, mail drops, go out. And then the phone team at the same time is also scheduled to pick up the phone and follow, you know, call them and screen them. And that phone team will work them forever. So yeah, I'm just going to submit this and then it'll come back into Podio. This will come back in in a few seconds. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It'll have an attached PDF. It's going to be marked as qualified by sales. And then immediately it's going to change to appointment scheduled. So they're yeah. qualified by sales, but it was also an appointment scheduled because we want to track the metrics, right? If we're running this business as a CEO, we want to make sure that our phone team's doing their, their job and then our sales acquisition managers are doing their job, right? Nice. Perfect. So, and then this will appointment scheduled in a few seconds, this automatically will remo- remove it from the phone team. There it happened. hmm And turn off the campaign so the campaign goes inactive. So it's all
0: automatic for us. Very nice. Yep. Very nice. Let me ask you about lists, Gary. What are you finding right now? You're sending some really good mail. What What do you like to send the mail to? Yeah.
1: So we've got two lists that are they're I'm super responsive. They've always been really responsive. So we haven't changed and we've changed our algorithm a little bit over the last four years. We have a, a list that's mostly inherited properties that's uh, non-owner occupied. And that from a, for a big list, that's probably been the best if you're, if you're trying to you know, build a list of 10 to 20 to 30,000 names.
0: And, and uh, did you say inherited, owner it's, occupied?
1: It, yeah, inherited, non-owner occupied. Oh, no, no, okay. Yeah, it's probably the the closest person I think that's got I mean I think his list is better than ours, but it's Chris Richter. But oh. he does he, we're probably closest. I have to go buy a really large list and then we start doing what's it's data stacking. So we're we're having to enhance the list and uh we're scoring it.
0: I've been hearing but, that a lot lately, data stacking. Talk about what is that?
1: Yeah, data data stacking, especially in this market where things are getting super competitive it's different than it was two years ago. So you got to, you got to do a few different things. And so data stacking is where you're getting the list, the names and addresses, and then your data stacking, which means you're enhancing it. You're taking that list and you're, you're plugging it in with another list and you're doing what's kind of a match and append is what they call it. If you've ever skipped trace, that's typically a data stacking where you're taking a list and then the skip tracing company like IMI or T- TLO will come back and they'll add the phone numbers. Well we're adding an economic indicator to the data. Okay. So we've got another provider that actually will give us an economic indicator. We're also getting a combined loan to value and a couple of other pieces of data because you can't get it from RealQuest or list source. Mm-hmm. And so that then we're stacking it, which means hey, we're gonna we know that about 25, 22 to 25% of this list is going to be really good. The other 75% we're not going to need. And, um, and then we just pound it over, you know, a year. Um, the with second, mail
0: or with skip tracing and calling them? Uh, I think
1: if you are cold calling them, in, 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 you know, cold calling right now, I think, I haven't heard anybody that's really doing it, by the way. I think there are some people that are saying it doesn't work, but they're not doing it. The, the, the guys I'm talking to and, and, are, and the results we're getting, cold calling is phenomenal. Here's what our number is, 170 bucks, what we call a hot lead. So you said 150 to 200, we're finding, I went and found, I I didn't want to build the phone team ourselves. So I found um, a company, they're called a thousand calls a day. They're in the real estate agent niche. They've got a team working for agents and um, they're probably typically the seven and eight figure real estate agents. And so we went, partnered with them and they built our team for us. And and, and so that's where we got the cold call. And they, they do cold calling. They've been doing nothing but cold calling. And then we said, Hey, we want to actually do cold calling, but we also, we've got a massive amount of leads. I think we generate about 250,000 phone calls. What was the number? Wish I had the exact number right in front of me. I mean, I, hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of seller calls a year. Let's just put it that way. And the phone team for doing the follow-up was really important because that was the biggest issue that that we found people had is they didn't have a really good trained phone team that everybody was struggling with, you know, how, the system. And I just said, Hey, let's just build it all. Yeah. And, um, and so that's, that's what we did.
0: I wanted to ask you real quick about Post-it notes. Yes. Are you guys still doing that. Um, I love Post-it notes. I've not I don't do them as consistently and regularly as direct mail, but uh, ever since it's like the way I like to say it, it's you get the leads that you wouldn't get with direct mail, right? And it, it doesn't necessarily do better for me than direct mail does. But again, I'm getting leads that I wouldn't get with direct mail. And if you find the right guy that can distribute the postcards, or the post-it notes out, you can do really, really well with it. And I've used the group post-it notes forever.
1: Oh my gosh, I've got, I want you, I'll get this to you that um, you can repost it. This came from one of our members. This is, uh, sorry, I'm not locating it really fast. We just gave this out to everybody at our live event. Um, let's is see Is it a, uh,
0: an example post-it note?
1: It is, it is a post-it note. It, we were using the Roop ones. This thing is one in 10 Is what we're finding. And this is really good. If you're going out on a seller appointment, what we found is it's, this is a great one to go, you're going to, you or your sales acquisition manager, you're going out to meet with a seller. It's like, go to 10, 10 of the closest houses that you want to buy and put a post-it note. Hmm. So we're seeing about one in 10 on this. I'd like to talk Uh to you about buying your house. Please call me. 727 and then the phone number um, local phone number is probably better on these. We haven't really tested that, but we actually have been, we contract with a company. I think uh, you can get them and you know, they come in 50, 50 pads. This is a four by six. That's super important. So it looks like a postcard. It gets stuck to their door. And this is, Totally outperformed. The old ROOP had the notice on the front of it. It was a lot of writing and those don't work real well okay. in this market right now. You get, you know, you'll, you'll get one in 5,000. Real what? One in 5,000. It's, it, the response rate is not very good.
0: Okay. Well, I'm, let me show you the one we're using as well.
1: Okay. I'll pop And this. Uh,
0: fair offer for your house. Try me. Phone number. Thanks, Will. That's, yeah. And so uh, there's a a friend of mine who used to be one of my students. He's not doing real estate anymore, actually. Um, He's making, well, anyway, long story. Uh, He's out of Salt Lake City, Utah. And he would do this. And he would do this specifically for abandoned vacant houses. And he didn't blanket neighborhoods. He would just do this on onesie twosies. But it works really, really well. And you can get these things printed for three cents or something like that if you buy them in bulk. And so he just did it online, created it, sent it to Vistaprint to get he'd get you know a couple thousand ordered at a time. But you could go and print. Here's the thing. I used a guy, I googled flyer distribution St. Louis. I found a guy, his name is Joe Rounds. And uh, he charged me at the time, don't quote me if you're going to use him, but he charged me at the time about eight cents per post-it note. So for five cents, I'd print them for eight cents. For about 13 cents, I could get a post-it note printed and delivered. And it always worked well. The phone yeah. would ring off the hook. Yeah. And it's, you got to be careful sometimes. <laughs> um, you got to make sure your, your post-it note distributors do not put them on doors that, that have realtor signs on the yard because they get all pissy about that. The, um, the other thing I'll say about this is make sure your post-it notes actually peel off because I've heard horror stories of post-it notes that people put it on, and the paint comes off with it. As so, you're going to get some angry calls if you do that.
1: Yeah, you know so, what we found. I, I I haven't done a real crazy test. This is uh, I'm I'm flipping houses in four markets. Actually, I'm going into another market. I'm taking off to um, Maui for a couple of weeks for well, a good for you and plan out a uh, plan out the next market. I'm taking Willie Hooks, uh, you know, advice from years ago. But anyway, I did this in my markets. What we found is that most of the angry callers were coming either from a realtor that actually, or a seller that actually handed it to their realtor, the properties were listed. So uh, yeah. something interesting. Realtors don't like com- competition. They're, they're, uh, so. Yeah. And by the way, some of the best deals I've ever done, some of the biggest profits have come from the angriest of calls. So don't underestimate the value of picking up the phone and, You know, the angrier somebody is, the more problems they typically have.
0: You know, here's another thing too. Um, I got the student who called a seller. So he was sending out text messages to rentals on Craigslist, right? So landlord puts a rental on Craigslist, sends him a text. Hey, do you want to sell your rental? The guy responded back, no, not interested. This guy, he calls the seller back and he says, hey, listen, I know you said no but I really love this neighborhood. Is there anything I can tell you that can change your mind? That's what he said. And then 30 minutes later, he's on his way to meet the seller. He gets five properties under contract. I don't know if he flipped them or not, but he got five properties from a seller that said no, but he called him anyway, he picks up the phone, says, you know, is there anything I can do to change your mind? And uh, that's the way this works. This is the way it works. You know, one more thing I'll say too. One of the ways, one well, of the best things that we're doing right now that's having a lot of success, we're sending out text messages to landlords and FISBOs. Sometimes we'll ask them, Do you want to lease purchase? Sometimes we'll ask them, Do you want to sell? Some of the best deals are coming from the people that don't ever even respond to our text message. They don't respond. And we call them. And the reason why, I think, and I may be wrong, a lot of those people are just old school. They don't have cell phones. You know, the, all of those calls go to a landline, so nobody else. Is contacting them, and and you contact them. You're one of the few investors that are actually willing to pick up the phone and talk to them, and you can do fantastic deals.
1: Yeah, you know it, it's it's the it's the it's the old rule of five. Eighty percent of the profits come between the fifth and the twelfth interaction. I shared this with our, our group when we were in San Jose a couple weeks ago, and that is I will. You know, the text messages and the follow-up letters actually count as part of that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you think of somebody that comes door knocking to your house. And the first time you kind of avoid the door, the second time you avoid the door. But if they hit you five or six times, you're usually opening the door just because they're persistent. And and I'll tell you another thing. What we did, um, this actually came from another one of our members, the same exact issue. God, if we knew if it was a cell phone or a landline, before we text. So we automatically text at a Podio. So our system does that for everybody. And, but we actually plugged into NumVerify. You familiar with yeah. uh, uh, awesome service. I think it's either NumVerify or Number Verify, numverify.com. So this is all done for everybody in, in REI Vault, but it's super cheap and you can actually validate. You can do it for free. You can take a phone number, and find out if it's a landline or a text message, yeah. et cetera. And so that comes back into Podio because we know that hey, if we're trying to text this, right? If they're not receiving it, we want to because if it if it goes through, right? It gives you the opportunity. Gosh, you know, I I sent you a text message. I'm just following up. It gives you, it right the whole sales, you know, mentality training from any anybody that really knows how you know in any business, you want to go from a pest to a guest, to a trusted advisor. Yeah. A pest to a guest, to a trusted advisor. And so when you're calling, you want to basically come in and offer a service. How do you do that? It? It's like, hey, if you're, tr- if, hey, do you want to sell your house versus, hey, I, I sent you a couple letters. I w- just wanted to make sure that you received them. My name's Gary Boomershine. And, um, you know, do you have a, you or somebody that you know, possibly have a property you might consider selling? And, um, Gosh, it works over and over again. Just those words, right? Um, the angry people, you were mentioning angry people. I've called and 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 used these words that have converted so many angry people, Joe. And that is, you know, I'll, I'll call and they'll say, who is this? And I'll say, you know, I'm the guy that sent you, I, I apologize, I sent you the the note, that postcard in the mail. And usually they'll go off and I just listen and I, and I apologize. They say, I am really sorry. I am really sorry. Gosh, you know, Definitely, will take you off the mail. Is there any feedback? Was there anything about the card? Because I would like to make sure that I improve it. And then I go down the path once they've opened up, and you—it doesn't even matter what you say as long as you're humble and you're kind of, you know, just listening, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, gosh, if you—I run a really, really reputable company. I do this full time. It's how I feed my family. And if you know of anybody, a neighbor, a friend, I would love to, you know, maybe pay for your groceries for the next couple months or your lawn service or maybe even donate to your favorite charity. Hmm. By the way, the last part of it, I've I bought the house I'm living in today it was the charity piece that, that struck the lady. Wow. And found out that we go to the same church, by the way. My wife and her were in the same group, didn't even know it. But wow. Like and that came off of a super angry call. And I've done that over and over again you know, gosh, I'd love to pay for your groceries, maybe your yard service, or maybe donate to your favorite charity. And, you know, because it's just a people business, right? Yeah. If you're not on the phone with the sellers, you don't make any money.
0: Very good point. Well, good. Gary, this is awesome. This has been really good. You've given a lot of good advice. You've given us some really awesome marketing tips and pieces. Uh, how can people get more information about REI Vault? And uh, what? tell me actually, what kind of clients you like to work with? And what, what are, who, are, who is the best fit for you with REI Vault? Yeah.
1: So, you know, REI Vault is really, it's a, it's, a, it's a sales and marketing agency for investors and agents. It's an agency, which means you're coming and sharing our resources. We have a team of over 50 people now. So you're tapping into a team of 50 experts, including a phone team if you want it. Uh, for the cost of about one VA so anywhere from a thousand to two thousand bucks a month, what is two thousand that would include your phone team so for you know five hundred bucks a month, you get a you know a, a phone team that 's following up on your leads relentlessly who 's good for us we 're not really a vendor model it 's really a shared model, so we want to make sure it 's a good fit for you and a good fit for us so there 's not some sales pitch. We want to make sure that hey. We give market exclusivity or semi-exclusivity. Uh, want to make sure your market's available. Want to make sure you know you've got experience in real estate because if we're going to generate you a ton of leads, we want to make sure that you're able to close on them. And you've got some experience. We got some people who are fairly new. We've got a lot of people that are you know well into the seven figures. Um, well into the seven figures using our service. Um, let's see. You know, people that actually. Have a marketing budget because you are either you're doing the marketing, right? There's a lot of people who are into buying courses and things and not really ready. If you're if you're really doing this business, we're a good fit. And and if you don't really have the the systems team, you don't have the marketing team, you don't have the follow-up team. And as a real estate entrepreneur, you really just want to be put in front of sellers, then we're a good fit. Yeah. You could go out to REI Vault. It's pretty easy to find rei Um, There's actually a page, reivault.com forward slash, uh, I'll pull this up for CEOs. It's actually a video. I actually built this for uh, a hedge fund CEO, but a lot of people seem to like it. It's a short video. It basically just kind of shows the system um, for CEOs, reivault.com for CEOs. There's like a 12-minute video. I show a lot in there. And then at the bottom, it says, yes, I want to see if REI Vault is a fit for me. It'll ask you a few questions, and then you can schedule an appointment uh, to talk to us. And um, it'll typically be with Julia. So Julia's bought and sold a couple hundred houses. She's super experienced. So you're not talking to somebody overseas. And if it's a good fit, great. If it's not a great fit, and you can take some value away from what we're doing and just mimic it and use it for your own business, that's awesome too.
0: Nice. Nice. So that's reivault.com slash 4 dot com, And the other yep. one where you have the sales script, that's yeah. reivault.com slash sales ninja, right?
1: Yeah, reivault.com forward slash sales ninja. And um, yeah, if there's anything else, Joe, you want for posting to your group, just let me know. I'm super happy. You know, this this market is constantly changing. Mm-hmm. And I think this, the reason I built REI Vault from the very beginning actually came out of CG. It was, uh, you know, everybody, we had a mastermind of smart people. We're all hardworking professionals, right? Trying to, trying to make money in this business and it's changing. And it's like, why don't we just share one team? Mm-hmm. And, and so w- w- the value of us sharing of what's working, because, right, I'm in four markets, you're in a different market. It's like we bring us together and replicate it. So it's not like we're having yeah. to do everything ourselves.
0: Well, I like it. I mean, you're going to spend this money one way or the other, right? You could go out and do it yourself. And I don't get, any, I don't get anything from Gary for recommending this service. I just know I, I like Gary. I've known him for a long time. This is a fantastic service. You're going to pay for this one way or the other. Um, you go out and build your own team to do this stuff or plug into what Gary's already doing, what's working. I like the idea a lot. The whole idea from what we started this conversation with, get the marketing done for you in spite of you. If you want to build a real business, You've got to start thinking bigger. You've got to start thinking about how, who can I, not how, but who, right? If you get out of that mindset of how can I do this, but start thinking, who can I get to do this for me? You can focus on your highest revenue generating activities. And it's not sending text messages, It's not sending postcards. It's not handwriting your own letters and all of that stuff, right? It's talking to sellers and making offers.
1: Yeah, amen.
0: Get someone else to do most of that for you, then- Good. Thank you so much, Gary. I'm looking forward to seeing you in a couple, couple of weeks. couple yeah. weeks, really? Uh, gosh, well, a October. Month. October. Yep. Okay, anyway, whatever. <laughs> a couple weeks, maybe when this is released. But uh, thanks again. I appreciate it, everybody. If you're listening to this on iTunes right now, we just kind of did this as a video, and you can go to realestateinvestingmastery.com and watch the video and look at the marketing pieces that Gary just shared. And uh, get a lot out of that. We'll probably, I'll probably put it on my YouTube page as well. Or you can go to my Facebook page at whole, You just Facebook search for wholesaling lease options and you'll see my page there. Thanks again, Gary. Appreciate it, man. Have a good day.
1: Yeah, it was great, man. Great. I uh, look forward to seeing you. See you, everybody.
0: Have a fun time in Hawaii too. Thanks. See you guys. Bye-bye.